The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about what everyone is talking about, not only in the world of wrestling, but everywhere, and that is Sasha Banks and Naomi. During Monday Night Raw, before the big main event that they were going to be a part of, they walked out of the building. Why? What could have possibly have happened to make them walk out? We'll discuss. Also, Road Dog. that's right. Road Dog himself, part of one of the greatest families in the history of of pro wrestling, the Armstrong family, joins us with his take right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Today is going to be a very interesting day on Busted Open. Uh, not the direction that we were thought we were going to go into. We thought when we signed off yesterday, bullied that on a Tuesday like we normally do, we talk you know, you more sensibly about Monday Night Raw and me a little bit more unsensibly about Monday Night Raw. But, man, did we get some breaking news coming off the heels? Of Mon- I can't even say f- from the heels. I mean, during Monday Night Raw about Sasha Banks and Naomi, your WWE Women Tag Team Champions. And for those that may not know, Dave, why don't you set the table for us this morning about what is being said, what we what the rumor mill is saying or what we know Uh, there there might be people tuning into Busted Open this morning who have zero clue what went on last night. So why don't you bring us up to speed? Well, you know, and, and, and I am going to do that because things happen very quickly, Bully, and it escalated very quickly and you know we were supposed to get a main event involving uh becky lynch uh oscar uh naomi sasha banks uh dewdrop and nikki ash that was supposed to be your main event on monday night raw last night about 30 minutes into the show uh becky lynch cut a promo and it's very interesting because Becky Lynch was backstage with Adam Pierce, and they put the banner that it was Becky Lynch. And about three seconds in to her talking to Adam Pierce, Jimmy Smith talked over Becky Lynch, 
and they threw the break. They come back from break. They showed a recap of what happened between Becky and Asuka last week on Monday Night Raw. And then Becky was still in the back with Adam Pearce. And Becky Lynch says to Adam Pearce, well, you know what? I got the night off. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Naomi and Sasha Banks walked out. They left the building. And and then Adam Pearce like, nope, we're, we're changing the main event. And now like it's going to be you and Asuka to see who's the number one contender to face, you know, blah, 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 right? About five minutes after that, I see a, I see a tweet from Sean Ross Sapp, and then later on from Mike Johnson of PW Insider saying what happened with Naomi and Sasha Banks and them walking out is real. It's true. They actually did walk out of the building tonight. And then Corey Graves makes a statement later on that, Sasha Banks and Naomi are not, and and actually calls them unprofessional, which kind of was like, got me thinking, Bully, that this may be storyline related, and it might be a work. Safe to say, right, with some of that type of information, correct? Sure. But then my, my opinion changed because before the night was over, Before Monday Night Raw was even over, the WWE put out a statement. This is coming officially from the WWE. It was on their website. It says, official WWE statement on Sasha Banks and Naomi. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE Head of Talent Relations, John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk and walked out. Now I'm reading this statement, Bully, and even more so, after reading the first two paragraphs of that statement, I'm like, all right, this has to be a story. This has to be storyline related. Are you with me so far? Like, Do you feel a little bit of the same way? So far, I am totally on board with you. Now, my, this is where my opinion changes. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. That is the official statement put out by the WWE. So I tweeted before the show started this morning. Is this a work or is this a shoot? I would love to hear what the busted open nation thinks. I know I have my opinions and I'm going to cut this from every angle for us today. And it's pretty simple. It's pretty clear. It's pretty concise. And I think you already know how I probably look at this. Well, I mean, I think there's some key words in that statement, you know, that we're probably going to follow, you know, one would be contract, you know, contractually obligated. 
that's definitely something I know, Bully, that you're going to talk about because you always say here, when you sign a deal, you signed a deal. But one thing that really irks me and gets me a little bit uh, perturbed, as you probably know, from the fans' perspective of reading this, is them flat out saying that Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show. It's they're basically that's them. That's them protecting themselves against the backlash. That's them letting everybody know that. Monday Night Raw is a scripted TV show. So these two performers had plenty of time. They even say eight hours, plenty of time to professionally work this out. The WWE is the top of the food chain when it comes to professional wrestling and sports entertainment. If you're hired by the WWE, you're expected to have a level of professionalism. The WWE does go out of its way to try to make sure that their their talent is treated as well as possible, and they want the talent to treat the company as well as possible. Listen, lots of things happen there where talent is going to be unhappy. But just like in any other profession, what do you do? Do you just walk out assuming this is a shoot, assuming this is legitimate. If you're hired to do a job and at the 11th hour decide to just walk out, what level of professionalism is that? Well, Bully, to be fair, from even from that statement, it sounds like they, they were made aware of what was happening that night in that moment. So it's not like they knew about this for days. They found out. It seems like, again, we're going to have to obviously do a lot of assuming because we don't know all the facts. And that's what's going to happen in this case is that we're going to give a lot of opinions and going to have to assume. But it sounds like that, that they found out and they were uncomfortable with it. And they, they found out why opinion. it said that they had eight hours to prepare. Yeah, but 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 as from from that statement, it sounds like when Sasha Banks and Naomi when they found out who their opponents would be for whatever reason, and they made it clear that they were uncomfortable with two of the opponents that they were going to be in the ring with. Maybe they had a reason why they were uncomfortable with those two opponents. They were going to be in the ring with. Haven't they been in the ring? Haven't those ladies been in the ring with each other before? Yes. And maybe from those times that they were, they felt like they were uncomfortable to go into the ring. Maybe there was things that happened the last time they were in the ring together that they wanted addressed that weren't addressed. I don't know. But Do you, you know, there are many times in this industry where talents do not gel, whether that is personally, whether that is, that is physically. Not everybody's going to have the chemistry of a Shawn Michaels and a Bret Hart. I don't remember hearing uh, any stories in the past couple of months of anybody getting injured when it came to Sasha Banks, Naomi, Dewdrop, or Nikki A.S.H. Because I would imagine that those were the the women, Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Probably, I would say probably that yeah. that Sasha and and Naomi didn't feel comfortable with. There are plenty of people I've been in the ring with where I don't necessarily feel comfortable i'll tell you what one of the one of the guys that i had the least amount of chemistry with was kane despite the fact that we were always able to put on great matches with kane i was always quote unquote 
uncomfortable because I always felt like I had a problem moving him around. We just didn't have the same chemistry that I had with other talent. So I would love to hear a definition of this word uncomfortable because uncomfortable seems like a word these days that people can hide behind. It's one of those, those trigger words. Like, what were you uncomfortable about? So I look at this as if you show up to the arena and you have plenty of time to discuss, go over, choreograph, coordinate, plan out your match. And then at the 11th hour, decide to walk out, no matter who you are. Let's take Sasha Banks and Naomi out of the equation. No matter who you are, it has to be deemed unprofessional. Because you sign a contract stating that you are there to carry out, live out in a wrestling ring, the ideas that creative comes up with. Yeah, there's plenty of people out on social media, good for on social media, good for those girls. They should walk out. Shitty creative should be held accountable. I'm sorry. That's not really how it goes. To who, when, when you think of a talent walking out on creative, who is the number one person that comes to mind? The biggest star of all, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Does Steve, as of today, does Steve admit that that was the wrong decision in the moment? Yeah, he said he probably should have handled it differently, for sure. But he did do, I mean, that's the other That's the other thing too, Billy. There's a lot of angles to this. This is not a simple conversation to have because we don't have all the facts. But I have never seen the WWE react as quickly than we've seen them react last night. Like, Because you mentioned, we've seen, even recently, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy at a live event during a match left the ring Walked, jumped over the barricade and left, like just ghosted a match, which in my eyes, Bully, I mean, I don't know if you can get any more unprofessional than leave during a match, you know, at an event where there's fans who paid to see you and you just leave. And there was nothing like this. I mean, the WWE took shots at Naomi and Sasha during the broadcast and then put this statement out during Monday Night Raw. Go ahead. Time out. You just said shots. Shots can be taken in an definitely that has a negative connotation. What shots did they take at them? Well, uh, Corey Graves used the word unprofessional. Okay. If those women walked out, is that unprofessional? It depends on the circumstance. I don't know what the circumstances Give, are based on the, I'm just going to call them rumors. Cause we don't, we, me and yes, you don't know don't. anything don't. to be yeah. fact right now. Okay. Based on the rumors, how can you, how can you say that walking out, how can you say that taking your tag championships, your prop belts, putting them down on, on the head of talent relations desk and walking out is a professional Move. Well, I, I, I'll i just use this example. When Stone Cold left, right, it was because he didn't want to put Brock Lesnar over. Okay? That sounds unprofessional. It's because it's like you don't want to do business. Here, when I hear the word, and this is the WWE using this word, so you know they're going to soften, they're going to soften it by their verbiage. They said Sasha and Naomi were uncomfortable 
with two of the wrestlers that they were going to be in the ring with in the main event. So, you know, again, it's not like they're saying that they didn't want to do the right thing. for. I, I, I don't think it's a case of where they didn't want to lose, per se. They there, there are reports. There are reports. I, I don't mean to cut you off. There are reports out there saying that Naomi was supposed to win the match. That, that, that there are rumors out there that that's why it was like. There's multiple reports that I read that Naomi was supposed to win the match. And we, we, just remind me, Dave, was this supposed to be a three on three? No, it's no, it a six a six pack challenge, right? Six pack. It was a six pack challenge. All six women in the ring at the same time. Yes. And who everybody, uh, every woman for themselves, and whoever wins wins. I believe one of the other reports that was floated around out there was that um, Naomi was actually supposed to beat Sasha. Did you hear that one? That I did not hear. That that was one of the things. Once again, for everybody out there listening, I have no clue what is legit, not legit. I'm just going to try to give you both sides of this based on any given point we uh, talk about today. So maybe the women weren't happy that Naomi was going to beat Sasha and somebody, and, and they decided, Hey, I'm walking out. Now it's a question of, did somebody not want to do the favors? Did somebody not want to do the honors? Did somebody not want to lay down? I mean, when I hear the word uncomfortable, Dave, in a wrestling mean, ring, that means I'm not, I, I, I'm worried about my safety. Like if somebody tells me, like I always wanted to take AJ Styles' finish. I always wanted to take the Styles clash for AJ, but I was uncomfortable because I was not confident in myself to tuck my head in a reverse position. So I, I was uncomfortable. It wasn't the question to AJ, it was me. When I hear uncomfortable, were one of these ladies worried that uh, that creative said, we want Dewdrop to give uh, to give one of you ladies a sit-out package pile driver, or we want Nikki A.S.H. to do a 450 moonsault to the floor and have her shin hit you on the top of the head. That's when the word uncomfortable comes into play. Because I don't know, I don't know how else we can frame uncomfortable in the ring with women talents that have worked with one another already. Yeah. And, and, and they made sure to say that they've been in the ring before. So I, so I don't think it had anything to do again. This is just guessing. I don't think it had anything to do with the outcome of the match. It had to be about feeling comfortable stepping into the ring with two people for whatever reason, whether they felt they were unsafe, whether it goes back to like you were saying, feeling that they didn't have chemistry together. We really don't know. All we know as of right now is that Sasha Banks and Naomi left the building during Monday Night Raw last night. They had to change the main event last night, and they made sure to talk about it not only in a public statement that's everywhere now. I'm talking Sports Illustrated, the Daily News, everywhere. This statement from the WWE. But they also made remarks during the broadcast of Monday Night Raw from Becky Lynch and also from Corey Graves. And as I'm looking right now, Bully, the phone calls are crazy. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of nation members that have opinions on this. Let's face it. Naomi has been with the company for a very, very long time. She is a definite star. Sasha Banks, if you were to look at it, top five, 
I mean, I'm talking for both men and women, top five stars in the WWE right now, Bully. Uh, Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe two weeks ago, I said that I want Sasha out of the tag team division. Sasha is too good at what she does, too valuable as a singles competitor to me. Sasha, number two, only behind Charlotte. And I'm sure all the Sasha fans are going to scream at the top of their lungs about me saying that. I'm sorry, people, but that is a compliment. Okay. That is a big compliment. I also I I also think the world of Naomi and I think I don't remember it was me and you talking about it me and Ryan I love the whole thing Naomi's entrance the gear the look the glow her 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 aura the it factor the things that she does in the ring oh by the way would she be a good mix with the bloodline hey maybe this is all one giant story to split these girls up and get Naomi into the bloodline don't know if it's a work. I love it already. This is Heyman esque level. Pay attention to details. Work. Don't know. But I'll give you both. I'll, I'll give you both sides. Walking at, the way I was brought up in this business, Dave. Yep. You don't walk out. You don't do that. You find a way to compromise. And if they were uncomfortable with something i'm sure that they could in in those eight hours could have come up with ways to compromise so that they wouldn't feel uncomfortable in a ring it sounds like somebody was uncomfortable with the outcome of the match this is pro bowler brandon marshall with the i am athlete podcast network on sirius xm touchdown Don't miss a new generation of sports talk every night with I Am Athlete tonight. We're talking sports culture, music, no filter, no limit. Catch it live every night at 7 Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Or look for the I Am Athlete Tonight podcast every night on the SXM app. included with all our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. We do have a very special guest that's coming on. A member of one of the greatest families in the history of of pro wrestling and go ahead bully and i'd like to give him a proper introduction go right ahead ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages busted open radio proudly brings to you one half of one of the wwe's greatest tag team champions of the world the r-o-a-d d-o-double-g the road dog brian james Wow. Wow. Yeah. You guys really know how to really know how to make an old guy feel good. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I just got back uh, home off the road doing some of these crazy fan fest uh, in Ohio was one a really good one. And then we did one in Baltimore uh, on uh, Sunday. So yeah, I just got home kind of just walking outside now and looking at my goats. <laughs> <laughs> I love goats. I'm such a huge mark for goats yeah. I, well look uh, i got i got uh some miniature ones that i'm breeding right now and so they're literally like not even two feet tall yeah they're adorable man it's, it's great uh road dog brian james uh i sent out a tweet this morning talking about the sasha naomi situation i was asking wrestling fans their opinion and to call in whether you thought it was a work or a shoot i saw you chime in i reached out to you asked you if you wanted to throw your two cents in there you think you did what was your take on the whole situation that went down yesterday, or at least the rumors surrounding it? Yeah, that see, that's the thing is is all I've heard so far are the rumors, and uh, but but when I see them publicly put it all out there like that, it just makes me feel like it's a work. You know what I mean? It just makes me feel like if that really happened in my mind they would just change the main event and probably not even say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been in meetings where we've done worse than that. Uh, so, so I just feel like if they're going to put it all out there, um, I know they do have a new leadership regime kind of in there a little bit, but it just makes me think Vince isn't going to put it all out there like that. He doesn't air his dirty laundry like that. I don't feel, um, so that again, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, you know, one way or the other. And what leads people to believe that is, you know, Sasha's been, been around and she has complained in the past. You know what I mean? She has, she has uh, had issues with, with, I don't mean complain, but she's had issues with her creative in the past. And so, so it makes you, it, it makes you like at least lean towards, well, maybe that did happen. And, and look, maybe it did, but the truth of it is, would you do that? 
Bubba. You know what I mean? You're the tag champ. I think it's a publicity stunt to try to add some heat to the tag titles. Um, but again, that's just me, and I'm a cynical worker who has been in the business, around the business my whole life, so I think everything's a work. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm totally guilty of that, and I don't mind saying it, you know? And you just you just asked me, would I ever do that? And you know the answer is no. And you would never do that because of the way we were brought up in the industry. But I thought I thought you brought up an interesting point that she has shown, Sasha has shown a pattern of doing this before, being unhappy and kind of, you know, quote unquote, walking walking out on the situation or maybe being a bit of a boo-boo face about the situation. Um it, it, it's 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 just Anytime you walk out, whether it's Steve Austin or a Sasha Banks or anybody, it's just it's unprofessional. You said you thought this could be a work. What would be the end result? You were part of creative for so long. You're one of the best producers I've ever worked with in my life. Um, you get it. If this was a work, is the end result just to get more steam, heat, press, for a set of tag team championships that the WWE has never really taken that seriously. Yeah, well, that's what you know. That's what you're trying to play the whole tape through and go, okay, what's their end game? Um, I I don't know, but but I I can imagine I can imagine because we've done sillier and, and worse, but I can imagine them doing this for that very reason, for just the reason of, hey, we're going to talk about these tag titles. We're going to, you know, we're, we're going to, uh, to a lesser degree, we're going to see him punk and walk out with the titles or whatever. Um, and it just, look, it just draws a bunch of fan attention and a bunch of online buzz and a bunch of, ooh, and that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, I believe all of Harry Houdini's tricks were rigged also. So I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just feel that way. When I first saw your tweet, I just thought, oh, it's a work, bro. Like I, because there's been so much publicity about it. And look, true story, and this is the kind of story you will hear uh, gratuitous plug coming, trigger warning on Oh You Didn't Know, uh, the, the podcast that I'm doing now. But this is a story when my wife, uh, when we were, I was the tag team champion, me and Billy, and we were supposed to drop the titles um, on Raw. Uh, and it was to Kane. I think Kane was going to beat us both. Um, I didn't like the creative, but I was going to do it. You know what I mean? I didn't like him beating us both, but it was Kane for the love of God. And it was just me and Billy. And so my wife went into the hospital and her, her lung collapsed. And so I said, Hey, I can't do this. I got to go home. I got to go home right now. And they said, well, no, stay and do the match. We'll fly you home in the morning. And I went and got my title and came back and threw it into the meeting that I just came out of on the floor. And I said, I'm going home. And I went home and they ended up catching me before I got to my car and flew me first class and took care of me and everything. But it was one of those things where this was my wife's life. She's in the hospital with a lung collapse and a chest tube in. And I'm, I don't care about your creative. I don't care about your wrestling show. Uh, this was a, a priority kind of thing and a, so I, so I didn't do it. And I wanted to tell that story because it's kind of me throwing the title at him and leaving. Uh, but it was for a totally different reason. Uh, and I feel uh, my reason was justifiable. Oh, that, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you're dealing with your wife, you're dealing with family that supersedes anything that's going on on the TV show. But, you know, Bully mentioned too, Stone Cold Steve Austin did it. And, you know, he looks back on it and he regrets it, but he was unhappy with creative and he left. Um, 
you know, Jeff Hardy recently when he was with the WWE during the middle of a match left. Like he walked, he walked out of the, off the ring apron over the barricade and left. Now, obviously for him, that was the exclamation point on his career with the WWE. That's obviously him saying, I no longer want to be here. I want to leave. Do you think that could be something with Sasha and Naomi where they got to feel like there's going to be ramifications from this? Could this be their way of saying, you know what, we're done here with the WWE? Yeah, I mean, yes, it definitely could be. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I just don't know. You know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And there's also 170 talent signed on the other side. So so I know they could do other things, but do they want to? Do they want to go to New Japan? Do they want to try to, you know, uh, I imagine they're both making really good money. And so, so, so look, I'll, I'll say this. And I, this is kind of off topic, but this is a feeling I had a minute ago, and I kind of wanted to spit it out. If you're making millions of dollars and you're unhappy with the decision that the wrestling booker books for you, then, man, you got bigger problems than creative. And that's how I've always felt, and that's how I'll always feel. It's just, look, I've I've been young and dumb and full of rum and cocaine and everything else in the world and i've said and done things that are stupid that i regret and that i wish would have never happened that's in the past i can't do nothing about it but going forward man it is it is and this is this is the wrestling show to say it on it's just phony baloney wrestling man do i love it with all of my heart and all of my being hell yes but also it's just wrestling and so you get fake beat by somebody and you drop the fake title to somebody and you, you know what I mean? I know we hate to use the word fake, but man, we got to keep in mind that this is a job and it's not real. And it's sure you want to get your character over if possible, but is there life after all that? And how do you face it then? And I don't know, man, I think people take this stuff a little seriously sometimes for me, for me. And, 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 and from your point, uh, the WWE in their statement that they put out last night about this situation, they didn't pull any punches. They said that the, uh, Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show who characters are expected to be, perform the requirements of their contract. Also said that they had ample time to rehearse their match. Like the WWE right now has no problem saying that they're scripted. This is not real. I hate to say the word, but this is fake. Like the WWE. And they said that in a statement, which surprised me, which also makes me think that this is not something that's storyline related. Well, so it's funny, Dave, because I think the exact opposite. And I don't know, you know, it doesn't matter which one's right or wrong because it's all, uh, you know, subjective anyway. But, but like, I feel the exact opposite. I feel that they used words like that to throw you and make you go like, Oh, they would never use words like that. <laughs> I, I just think that's how, that's how uh, cunning and, and, and baffling sometimes the creative direction up there is. Um, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I love the discussion because I think I don't know that we'll ever get an answer. Um, well, I guess we will, if they show up on AEW, uh, I guess we'll have an answer, but you know, I don't know. Will they get lost in the shuffle there too? I just got to imagine contractually they're making really good money to both of them. They've been there a while. Uh, I don't know, man. When you want to take a pay cut because you can have creative uh, control, uh, 
I think that's what they call a mark. I'm not sure. Uh, Brian, pretty risky for Naomi yes. to jump on board with this situation. Let's say Sasha was unhappy and she's split and she's got it kind of has a history of, you know, being unhappy at times, but Naomi with her husband working for the company and her position that her husband is in, if this was a shoot, if this was legit risky move, in my opinion, your thoughts. Yeah, no, for her, for her, for sure. And it's not that she's less talented than, than Sasha either. Uh, because I actually believe the contrary is the truth, but, but um, yeah, risky as far as who she's with and where they're at and all of that. But, but I do believe they would uh, look at her as an individual talent and not lump her and Uso together, but it, but it is risky for her because what's going to happen after this, you know what I mean? Like what's going to, maybe she's done. Maybe she don't want to work no more. You know what I mean? They're, they got to be doing well. And so, Look, I know I was doing well, but I wasn't doing well with my money. And so, but it, but if it feels like people today are smarter and uh, smarter than I was for dang sure, surely they're, you know, maybe she's done and, and maybe they got a nest egg and maybe they're, they want to have some babies or something. You know, you never know. It, it's it's going to be interesting because this is obviously, a fans are going to keep eye on what is going to happen with Naomi and Sasha Banks moving forward. Uh, truly appreciate the time. Please you know, talk about the podcast and how people uh, can listen. Well, yeah, look, any way you can get your podcast uh, and on YouTube also. Uh, it's, again, it's the Oh, You Didn't Know podcast. Uh, I think I'm six weeks in. Uh, the one we did this week that, or last week that dropped Thursday was me and my brother Scott. Uh, and he's a really good storyteller, too. So we had a really good time. Uh, the one we're going to tape tonight is about the roadie. And Jeff Jarrett leaving in 95 after the In Your House pay-per-view with the Intercontinental title match against uh, Shawn Michaels. So, yeah, we're kind of going back through the uh, periods of my career, which seems a little self-aggrandizing to me, but I guess fans want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so I will, awesome. go, I will go back through it all, man. But it's been really fun taking those trips down memory lane. Uh, some good times and some not so good times, both professionally and personally. So it's just a, just a walk back through the past of – Brian James, I guess, if that's well, interesting to you. Well, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. You have an open door to, to come on this show anytime to promote anything you want to. And as I said, amazing career that you've had. You're an amazing storyteller. And like I said at the top, you know, from one of the greatest families in the history of pro wrestling, the Armstrong family. So I, I, I got to listen more because I definitely want to hear those stories. And thank you so much for the time this morning. All right. Hey, thank you, David. And thanks, uh, Bubba. I hope to see you guys soon, and y'all have a great one. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.